Well, hi, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Well, hi, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Business Something's Not Right Here. Let's try this again, and hopefully we don't have any more music. I, I have no idea what's going on there. But anyway, um, it looks like it's over, so now let's do the intro. Welcome to this episode of Business and Legal Q&A Live. This is Understanding the Law Radio, your business success and legal information station. I'm your host, Peter Lamont, and today we are working on episode 167. We've got a really good question submitted for, uh, by Lara from Ridgewood, New Jersey, and we're going to get to that in a second. I'll just give you a teaser. It's a question about social media and how to use it to promote your business. And in particular, this is a uh, an online cookie business. And she's looking to find out how she's you know using social media, how she should be using it, and what Facebook can do for her. We're going to be talking about that in a second. But before we begin, and uh, hopefully our rocky start is now over, uh, I want to just remind you of a few things. First of all, make sure you check out the new utlradio.com. Uh, we have made some really great changes to the site. There's a lot of information up there. There's a blog. There's a forum. Um, the videos are up there. The podcast episodes are up there. So really, that's your one-stop shop for everything Understanding the Law Radio. You can go there and you can get all the information that you need for free. Uh, I also want to mention and remind you that on the site, in the right-hand corner, the upper uh, portion of the homepage, there is a box. It's a link to a free download of the top 10 tips for legal writing for non-lawyers. And it's really a good little um, download because it gives you the top 10 tips ab about writing like a lawyer when you're not a lawyer. And it doesn't make a difference if you're writing to your neighbor who is you know, keeping you up late at night with parties, or their, their cat is wandering on your yard, or their tree is growing over the fence, or if you are representing yourself pro se and you need to be filing a motion or writing a letter to the court. So check that out, it's a free download. Just drop in your email address and the download will start automatically. And it's the top 10 legal writing tips for non-lawyers, so check that out. Also, I want to remind you about the giveaway. This is our first UTL Radio giveaway. Um, here it is, right to the right of me. It is a UTL Radio, Understanding the Law Radio backpack made by High Sierra. And we're giving this backpack away. The drawing will be on August 30th. It will be a live drawing. And all you have to do to enter for this random drawing is download our app from either the Android Market or the App Store. And uh, as of yesterday, it looks like the App Store has finally switched over the name of the app to Understanding the Law Radio. So you can search that and uh, download the app, and all you have to do is leave a review. That's it. And you're automatically entered to win the backpack. If you can't find it for some reason by searching the App Store, I'll make it easy for you. Go to utlradio.com, upper right-hand corner of the page. Links to both the Android Market and the iTunes Store, so check that out. Also want to just update you, this Thursday we're going to be conducting an interview with Eric Banholtz of uh, Beard Brand, and those of you who watch Shark Tank will remember him from 
his episode on Shark Tank. Uh, and this is on our Understanding Business program this Thursday at 10 a.m. So check that out. All right, let's get into the question today. And I'm going to read it for you. This is from Lara from Ridgewood, New Jersey. I started an online cookie company and want to know the best way to use Facebook or other sites to promote and sell my cookies. Can you help? Okay, let's focus on Facebook because that's what she mentions here. So I'm going to assume that her primary online resource, like so many people that start online businesses, is Facebook. Let's talk about Facebook for a second, and then we'll get into an overview of some of the other social media avenues that you could go. All right, there are those people out there that say Facebook is an absolute waste of time. It's dead for business purposes, and there's nothing you can do with it, so don't even bother. I disagree. I think that Facebook is dead for certain types of businesses, certain types of, um, of, of business entities or services. They just don't translate well on Facebook. Uh, for example, most accountants are not going to generate clients from Facebook. Most lawyers don't generate any clients from Facebook. Doctors, you know, they're not generating leads from Facebook. Now, I don't know exactly why that is. Is it because it's a services-based business? Is it because people just don't look on Facebook for those sorts of, of, of learned professionals, doctors, lawyers, dentists, accountants? I don't know. But what I do know is that if you are in one of those fields, while I would advocate having a Facebook presence just so you have it and you can have it be fed through some of your other social media sites. I don't think that it's going to generate a tremendous amount of business for those types of professions. Now, Lara has an online cookie business. So, in my opinion, right off the bat, she is going to have a different experience with Facebook than, let's say, the accountant will. Why? Who's on Facebook? Okay, you've got a demographic that spans from the, the teens uh, all the way up to the 60s, and you've got people that are families. They're still, I mean, those, those people argue, some people argue that Facebook is no longer for connecting with families and friends the way that it used to be, but no, it still is. Um, families, you've got moms, dads, You've got kids, you've got people looking on Facebook for things that are fun, that share photos, uh, family events, that sort of thing. You know, you, your, your cousin posts something online or your friend or, you know, somebody who's moved far away. So there's still that social element, that family element, friends, family, whatever you want to call it, to Facebook. Lara's selling online cookies. Don't you want to be selling to the types of people that are family-oriented, friend-oriented, party-oriented on Facebook? And I know that I'm, I'm oversimplifying this, but the point that I'm trying to make is that when you sell something like a cookie, an on, online cookie business, and the cookies, because I checked out the website, are uniquely designed. Um, they, they are you know, handmade, they are um, cookies that are in the shape of cartoon characters or specialty items that are, are made to order. 
That model fits Facebook better than the accountant. Why? Well, because you can post your cookies, you can do fun things on Facebook, you can offer coupons, and families and friends and relatives, they're gonna look at something like that and they're gonna say, hey, that's cool, we've got a family get-together coming up at the end of September. These cookies look awesome. They might use you because they saw something on Facebook. I think that sites like Facebook and Etsy, um, I think they lend themselves to products more than they do to services. Very rare, for example, right, that you would see somebody making cookies or cakes advertising on Angie's List, uh, especially the new Angie's List, the way that it is structured now where you can go out and get contractors and stuff. You're going to find, or Thumbtack, for example, you're going to find more service-related businesses using those sorts of online portals. Thumbtack and Angie's List, it's going to be more for plumbers and painters and that sort of thing. So you have to understand how social media in general, and then when you pare it down, how the individual networks or services can affect or not affect your business. And so somebody like Lara, who's got a cookie business that can put up pictures of the cookies, that can show video of the cookies being made, that can show maybe video of someone opening their cookie box at a party or a wedding and being excited about it. That stuff translates really, really well on Facebook. It's easy to share. People can get excited about what you're doing and they can pass it along to their friends and they can say, hey, look, it's a cookie. Let's give it a try. Go to your website. And so I think that in Lara's case, Facebook can be utilized to bring in business. Now, how, how would you do that on Facebook? What would you do? Would you constantly post coupons or would you constantly say, buy my cookies, buy my cookies, buy my cookies. No, clearly not. Remember, and this is the key to social media, remember that it's social. It's not a sales platform per se. You want to be able to harness the power of social media to build up a fan base, build up a customer or client base, and then convert them to paying customers. So, Think about the videos that you share, all right? Are you on Facebook? You probably are. What kind of videos, what kind of posts do you share? Do you share posts where people are trying to sell mufflers? Do you sell posts or, 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 or um, uh, share posts that are, uh, I don't know, buy this product now? No, I mean, your page and what you do on your page and what you like and forward and share, it's not an infomercial. It's not meant to be um, a billboard for somebody else. You share things that you think have meaning to you, are interesting, or you think somebody else will benefit from. So maybe you see a pair of shoes that uh, is unique and, and that somebody's wearing online, not selling, wearing, and you say, oh, those shoes are awesome. I wonder what brand they are. You pass it along to somebody else. You figure out what brand it is. Then you go to that website and you buy they didn't try to sell you those shoes from Facebook. Does that make sense? And I think that's a distinction. I think that when you try that hard sell on sites like Facebook, you turn people away. They don't want to be sold to. Ever go into a department store and be looking around for something? I, this happens to me all the time, and I cannot stand it. You go to a store, and you're looking for something, and you've got somebody that comes up to you and says, 
can I help you? That's nice, right? They're polite. They're being helpful. And you say no, and then a few minutes later, they come back. Uh, are you sure I can't help you? Uh, can I show you this? How about that? It's so annoying. I want to shop by myself, right? Funny story. Going to this one store, and there's catchphrases. It's just a pet peeve of mine. There are catchphrases that drive me absolutely insane, like when somebody calls me chief. You know, I'm not a chief. I think they don't understand that. But it drives me crazy. It's just a pet peeve. Well, there's one store that I, I used to go into, and I actually stopped because of this. And I'll get to my point in a second. I'd walk into the store, and there was this overly zealous, friendly, outgoing sales clerk who would practically skip up to the front door and say to me, what's the mission? What's the mission? I'm trying to buy a pair of pants. There's no mission. You think I have Tom Cruise? Mission Impossible? No, I'm just trying to buy pants. Leave me alone. And that's how I started to say, all right, I'm not going to shop there anymore. And if I need to, I'll shop online because you are so annoying. I can't deal with it. I don't want things pushed on me. Whoa. I don't want things, my pen went flat out of my hand. I don't want things pushed on me. And I want to be able to shop at my leisure, browse, make a decision on my own, look at what you have on a mannequin or what might be on a rack, and then have that advertising speak for itself, and then, and then I make the decision. Well, how is that different from social media? Do you want to go on your Facebook page and see a sponsored ad forcing you to, to buy something or pushing you to buy something? No, you don't. As a matter of fact, I've seen people on Facebook get so bent out of shape when there's a sponsored ad on somebody's page that they'll go and email that person or contact that person through Facebook, message them, and complain and leave really nasty stuff. I've seen it before. So we don't like as consumers, the vast majority of us, we don't want to be pushed. We don't want to be force-fed. I don't want somebody asking me what's my mission when I sign on to Facebook. What I do want is to experience. I want to see things. I don't want to be sold. I want to see. And I want the product to sell itself. So you think about your experiences as a consumer. When do you buy? Do you buy when you're pushed? Well, maybe some of you will say yes. High pressure, maybe I buy when I'm pushed. But do you really enjoy that experience? Do you enjoy that product? Do you enjoy the experience? Or do you have buyer's remorse because you were pushed into it? Happens all the time, right? But those purchases that you're happy with, and it could be a, a new blouse if you're a woman, it could be a stereo system, you know, do they even call them stereo systems anymore? I guess not. Uh, an MP3 player, a computer. If you have taken the time to do the research and you make that decision yourself, you like that purchase more. That's just my opinion. Same is true with social media. So if you are like Lara and you have an online cookie business, you don't want your Facebook page to be littered with buy this, buy that, special sale. You need to develop a relationship with your followers. You need to share or have them share things that are fun and funny and heartwarming and interesting. Remember, what did I say earlier? What is it that you forward? You forward jokes. You forward cute little sayings. You forward fun pictures. So. To put up a picture of a cookie that's funny 
or that's cute, that's interesting, and not try to sell. Just let them experience. You're going to catch more fans, more people that are interested in what you're doing than you will if you try that hard sell. So let's summarize so far. Facebook for Lara, online cookie business, a good thing. Facebook for accountants, probably not. How should Lara promote her business and use Facebook? Through posting things that are engaging and fun, maybe show a video of the cookie making process, maybe show a fun picture of a dog eating a dog cookie. Let's say you make dog cookies. Something fun, something that people want to share, not something that people want to run away from and never shop with you again, right? You don't want to be the what's your mission Facebook business. That's what we're going to call it from now on. What's your mission? Because now that I've, I've shared my pet peeve with you, now you know what I'm talking about. That's what you don't want to do. You want to work people into um, experiencing you and, you and your personality and what you can do with your cookies, not buy my cookies. Once you develop a fan base and a following. First of all, with a business like yours, Lara, you are going to have people that want to purchase your cookies. They want to share their experiences. Now, I'm going to assume that your cookies taste as good as they look. And assuming that that is true, then you're going to have people who buy because it looks awesome, and then they're going to fall in love with the taste, and then they're going to be repeat customers, and then they're going to pass it along to other people. And it's going to spread. Your job on Facebook should be to interact, to show fun, um, heartwarming, cute, interesting topics that people want to share. So if you're a business owner like Lara and you're using Facebook and you're not getting any results, I want you to do this for me. I want you to look at what you're posting from an objective third-party standpoint. Go in, look at your Facebook page, pretend it's not you, and decide which post or posts you would actually want to share on your personal page. And if you don't want to share all of those posts on your personal page, what makes you think anybody else is going to want to share it? Does that make sense? You need to look at your online business social media outlets not just from you as the business owner wanting to make sales wanting to convert customers you need to look at it as the customer you need to look at it as would I want this because we're all consumers we're all customers right even if we own a business we're all still consumers think about your purchasing habits think about what you like to see online and what you like to do and what you can't stand I can't stand what people that say what's your mission to me when I go into a, a clothing store so I won't go there anymore even if I like the clothes you know that's that's how strongly opposed we can become when pushed now down the line as you develop your fans then you can very easily introduce a coupon and people are gonna like that because it's it's genuine you know what I mean you know, thanks guys for, for following me, for subscribing. Uh, thanks for all your purchases and supporting my company. 
I'm offering a 20% coupon to all my Facebook fans and friends. Something like that is acceptable and fun, and people aren't going to be turned off by that. Okay, so that's how I would use Facebook if I were you, Lara. Now, I don't want to get too far afield into, because you, you ask here about other sites to promote and sell your cookies. I'm not going to talk specifically about how you should utilize other sites. I'm just going to give you some information about sites that I think would work well for you. All right. So sites like Etsy, where you can put a post up, sell some product through getting people to be interested in what you're doing, looking at, at you know what you have, and that might work. Um, definitely, definitely sites like Instagram. Um, and, and, you know, the photo sharing sites, maybe Pinterest is an excellent one for somebody that's selling a product like yours, Lara. Pinterest, think about how we use Pinterest. Think about the mom or dad who is the chef of the family, right? The cook, the one that prepares the dinner meals. Where do we go now to get a lot of recipes? Um, I don't think it's cookbooks per se, because it seems that we've moved away from, from cookbooks onto online recipes, right? And where's the best repository, in my opinion, to find really cool online recipes that show pictures of things? Well, Pinterest. You ask people that bake and cook, you ask them if they've ever used Pinterest to create a board and pin recipes that they might want to use later. I guarantee you, you're going to find a ton of people that do. My wife does it. Now, if you used Pinterest to build a buzz, show pictures of your pictures, not pictures of pictures, pictures of your cookies, not pictures of your pictures. If you use that, now you might have people who are pinning your cookie pictures. You see how that would work for you. Okay, Pinterest, I think is a good one. Twitter. Let's let's talk Twitter for just two seconds. I love Twitter. It helps me communicate and connect with fans of the show, uh, with guests. I love it. Is it the best medium for you, Lara, with an online cookie business? You know, I'm going to say no. That's just my personal opinion. I don't think that Twitter is going to be the superstar for you in your business, I'm going to lean towards Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook as perhaps your number one, two, and three social media outlets. Twitter, still something you should have. But are you going to generate a ton with, what is it, 140 characters? Probably not. Probably not. If you're going to launch a special or a coupon, maybe you'd put it up there. You know, again, you want to show that you have all of these social media connections so that people can find you. I think you've got to think about it as a consumer. Do you go on Twitter to look for pictures of food, cookies, desserts? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that a lot of people do. Um, it just doesn't lend itself to that sort of social interaction. So I would say Twitter is going to be a tough sell, but you should still have it. And finally, finally, 
video. Video is so important today. I don't think that people utilize it as much as they should. Uh, it does take a very low level of understanding certain concepts of um, videography or picture taking, you know, photography. You don't need to be a super rock star with your camera. We all have access to cameras in this day and age. It's in your pocket. It's in your pocketbook. It's your cell phone. And with a little bit of understanding, a little bit, and um, you know, a little bit of practice, you could shoot very nice video and create for yourself a YouTube page or a Vimeo page and utilize that to draw people in, especially in a business like Lara's online cooking business. I mean, people don't want to see an accountant going through financial records on video. That is like the worse than going to the dentist. Sitting, could you imagine watching a video of an accountant flipping through, looking for discrepancies? Oh my God, right? You'd want to throw yourself and your computer right out the window. That's super boring. What do you watch? Well, I'll tell you what I watch, and you tell me if you agree with any of this. I like to watch reviews, product reviews, um, you know, whether it's, it's uh, a cigar or, or um, maybe some new tech gear or some camera equipment. I like to watch reviews on video on YouTube. How-tos are super good, you know, maybe how to, how to wire a, a light switch or whatever. So how-tos are good. Um, I like to see and experience maybe somebody who's not really teaching or reviewing anything, but they're letting you into their, their lives and kind of seeing through their eyes how their lives are, maybe about their vacation or whatever. But I'm connecting with them as people because of some sort of similarity between myself and them, you know, our personalities, our interests, or whatever. So those are the types of things. And then, of course, funny. Funny always brings in uh, viewers. Those are the types of, of topics that I will look for as a viewer. And that's the kind of channels that I'll subscribe to. And of course, you know, general interest, news channels, things like that, I'd subscribe to. But what you would want to do on YouTube or Vimeo is very similar to what you want to do on Facebook. And don't forget Facebook video as well. You want to draw people in. You want them to know you. You can do so many fun, cute, interactive, and engaging videos. You know, a funny um, outtake reel of, of some mishaps in the kitchen, because I'm sure you have them. It would be great. It would be fun. And it doesn't degrade you or put you down or knock your product. It's just fun. You know, I'll tell you a funny story. A couple of weeks ago, I was done with an episode, and I was walking out from behind the desk and trying to leave my studio, and I tripped over a wire, and one of my lights fell onto the desk. It caused the microphone to collapse, the laptop. I mean, it was pretty funny. And I only wish that I had had it on video because I would have put it up as a blooper. It was funny. And I don't think that it takes away from the message that I'm trying to share with you or the, the seriousness of some of the topics that we deal with. And I think that something like that is okay to share. It's fun. And you can really utilize that with your business model. 
because your business model is about fun and happiness and enjoyment. I'm sure, and who knows, I could be totally wrong, but I'm sure you're not making funeral cookies. Glad you're dead, have a cookie, right? You're, you're making cookies to excite people, to bring happiness to people. You know, congratulations on graduation, happy wedding, here's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Whatever it is, it's about joy. It's about happiness. It's about sharing. It's about fun. So why not make your channel like that? So that, for me, is what I would do if you were coming to me for um, you know, a marketing session or you, you wanted some information. If I were working with you one-on-one, -on -one, those are the areas that I would probably take you in. And I would try to build your brand, building up interest in you. You're a unique person. Your cookie designs are unique. Nobody else is going to do what you do. These are handmade cookies. Hand-decorated, handcrafted. They come from your mind and, more importantly, your heart. And so that's the area that I'd stress. Right now, we could talk for another hour about how to utilize these individual social media platforms. There are others that I, I did not mention just because I want to keep this episode um, relatively short so that we don't go on and on because I tend to do that. But, you know, if you're interested in more information, I invite you to contact me, and I'd be happy to, to talk to you about it. Um, if any of you out there who subscribe to the show or are listening right now, if you'd like more information about a particular social media topic or channel or outlet, uh, you've got a specific question, then I invite you to uh, visit utlradio.com and click on the Ask Your Question link and record your question right through your computer. We'll get it and play it on air, and I'll answer it for you uh, in, in one of the upcoming episodes. So I don't want to uh, sell you short today with this topic, but I think that if I go much further, it's going to be overload. And I want to focus on responding to Lara um, and her online cookie business and anybody else that has a business like hers. You don't have to sell cookies. You could sell you know, fishing equipment. You could sell, um, I don't know, a specialty product, whatever it is, one thing that's super important, knowing who you're trying to sell to and knowing that you would or would not buy from somebody who was trying to sell that product the way that you are. That was a little confusing, but I'm going <laughs> to clear that up. If you would buy a product based upon your interactions with somebody on social media, then you would be on the right track if you're going to utilize that same type of method. If you would not, if you would go on Facebook and you'd be turned off by the what's your mission ad or the person that's pushing and you don't want to buy that product, you don't want to shop in that store, then don't do the same thing. Don't push in that same way. Don't make a YouTube video and push sales, or if you happen to be uh, an affiliate marketer and you've got an, a website and product that you're selling and you're pushing the affiliate websites, you know, that sort of disingenuous sales tactic really turns people off. And there are those people that are extremely open and 
direct with you and they say, look, if you click on this link, I might get a little commission because I'm an affiliate. Um, sometimes people do that so much that it's like, oh, please. I mean, we know your entire video is an affiliate ad. Um, but there are those people that do it just the right way and just enough, and they're giving you something that I think is valuable enough that you know you decide. You're not being forced to, to, to click that link. Does that make sense? You're deciding yourself, oh, this looks cool. This could be helpful. Oh, and there is a link, and I'll get a discount, so I'm going to go for that. Um, but that is, I think, important to know what you would do as a consumer interested in what you would not be interested in and just don't go guns blazing trying to force people to make purchases on your social media websites it doesn't work and it turns people away if you want to make a video and show your cookie and then add a blooper reel. Think about what you're doing. All right, let's say you have a video that um, shows you decorating wedding cookies, and you've got a whole tray, and they're super cool and they're super cute, and the product looks great. And as you walk away, you drop a pot of flour on yourself. It doesn't affect the cookies. It doesn't affect the quality of the cookies, the look of your cookies. It's not you dropping the cookies on the floor and then picking them back up and putting them into a box, right? Because that's just gross, and that's going to turn people away. You're not making a fool. You're showing something funny that happened. But the product is pristine. You understand? The product looks great. You did a great job. As I'm watching that video, as I'm seeing your product, which looks out of this world, and maybe I'm watching you take the cookie. And you look, and it's like oh, this is so good. Okay, then you go to your your blooper scene. What did what did that do for me as a viewer, as a consumer? Do I feel like you were trying to sell me the cookie? No, I really don't, because I'm waiting for the punchline. I'm gonna see you selling the flower, and I'm gonna laugh and think it's so funny. But you know what? I'm also going to see. I'm gonna see your product, and I'm going to look at that and say, oh, wow, those cookies are really awesome. Oh, that's so funny. Here, watch this. And then maybe I'm going to want to click on your link to your website because I thought those cookies were so cute that I want to see more. But I didn't click on your link because you said to me, look at my brand new cookie. They're so yummy, I think you should buy one. I'd be like, no. Even if they were good, I wouldn't buy it just because I don't want somebody telling me what to do. But do you see how that tip that I just gave you could help you generate shares and likes and followers? So, Lara, I want to thank you very much for submitting your question. Of course, you'll be receiving a free UTO radio mug. I hope that this helps you, and I'd like to hear from you in the future and see once you utilize some of these tips that, that we've talked about today how your online presence is and what your sales are. And I'd like to talk to you about um, the change from when you submitted this question to after you start applying some of these tips and tricks. And again, I'd be happy to answer any additional questions that you may have. And if any of you out there, again, have specific questions about using social media, harnessing the power of social media 
uh, developing a following and your customer or client base through social media, just go ahead and contact me. You can contact me so many ways, Twitter, Facebook, Google+, leave a comment on the YouTube channel. You can email me directly. My email address is on utlradio.com. Uh, you can use the Ask Your Question page and record your question directly for, through your computer. So there's no excuse. If you have a question, just go for it. Ask your question, and someone will, will be there to answer your question and get it on the air. And, uh, you know, we'll do our best to get through as many questions as we can. There have been times recently where we've had so many questions that I've done an extra show on Friday, and I love it. I have no problem doing that. I'm so pleased to see that there are people who are, are you know, asking questions, not just accepting things in their lives. They're asking questions of how to make their business or themselves better, and that just gets me so excited because I want people to succeed. I want to give you the tips and information that you need to grow your business, to be successful business people and entrepreneurs, to understand the laws of success, to understand the laws of uh, personal development, because it's all interconnected. You know, sometimes people will say to me, your show, it's understanding the law. It's all about the law. Well, you know what? I don't think it is. I think it is understanding the laws of success. I think it's about learning the laws of business, because there are laws. I think it's the laws about personal development, about building confidence, about establishing a relationship with fear that puts you in the driver's seat. Then I think it's about understanding legal elements of what you need to do in your life and your business to be successful. So for those people that say this is a law show, I'm going to say, no way. It's not a legal show. It's a show about the laws of success. And that is a grouping of personal development, business development, and understanding some, some legal issues. That's what we bring. That's why this is your business success and legal information station. It is not simply a program dedicated to laws. Because if it were, I would be falling asleep at the microphone as I read all of the ridiculous, wordy, confusing laws that are out there to you. And that's not what this is about at all. I want our fans, our, our listeners, the people that subscribe to be excited about the possibility of making your life into your dreams, making your life bigger, better, more successful, I want you to be happier with yourself, with your family, with your colleagues. I want you to be fulfilled. And that's the purpose of this show and the various shows that we have on this Understanding the Law Radio. I want you to come away from this, even if you take one iota of information and say, well, you know what, I haven't heard that before presented in that way, and that's going to help me on my journey. That piece of advice is really important. Or this topic is something that I want to look more into. That's what I want you to, to walk away from here. I want you to know that you can absolutely achieve your dreams and accomplish anything that you set your mind to. Everything that we talk about on this program, 
business, law, legal writing, business writing, advertising, marketing, social media. It is a learned skill. Nobody is born with a Facebook golden spoon in their mouth and they're just social media masters. It is a learned skill. Everything we do, being a lawyer is a learned skill. Legal writing is a learned skill. And being a good person is a learned skill. And I believe that if you take the time and commitment to say, I am going to be successful in my life, and that success can be whatever it is that you believe it to be. There is no set definition for success. Success for me might be different than it is for you. For some people who have serious disabilities, getting up and out of the house on a daily basis might be a success. And that is okay. That is just, that's what you want. You want your life to be the success that you are happy with. You can do it. All you need to do is understand the basic principles of success, the laws of success, understanding the law. And that's what I want to accomplish. That's the mission of this show and this station and the mission of our website, utlradio.com. I want you to be the best that you can be and live that fulfilled life that I know you can. Don't ever, ever give in to fear or listen to the naysayers who tell you you cannot do something because that is absolute nonsense. I know you can do it. There are principles you need to understand. And that's what we're doing here today. And that's what we do on this show. And that's what I will continue to do. Really, really look forward to seeing how the things that we discuss, the interviews, the guests that we have on the show have helped you our fans, our friends, and our listeners succeed in your lives. And I love it when I hear from you guys and, um, you know, I get feedback and, 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 you know, just received an email the other day uh, thanking me for a particular video that was put up. And, um, you know, there was some heartfelt uh, emotion in what was written about how the video helped them. That means more to me than anything. To know that, I'm helping you is an unbelievable gift. It really is. You know, there are people that, that, that mock or scoff at the idea of giving is better than receiving. Well, I think that when you give, what you receive is so much better than what you take. Think about that. And, you know, I just think that if you approach that giving principle in your business, in your life, in your relationships, in your relationships with yourself. I think you're going to be a happier, more fulfilled person. And I don't want to get too esoteric on you here, but I really firmly believe that together we could make everyone a success. Absolutely. And I want to thank you all for uh, being fans of the show, for being listeners, for subscribing. I want to encourage you to pass the information about this show along to your friends, colleagues, and families. Let them know about utlradio.com. Let them know what we're doing here. You know, I can only reach so many people. I need your help. I need you to let people know 
that this station is here, that this service is here, that utoradio.com is here for you. And I need your help. So please, if you are enjoying what we're doing, if you've benefited in any way, let me know, pass it on, post something on Facebook, post something on Twitter, continue to post comments on YouTube. I read every single comment, I respond to just about every comment, and every time I do, you know, I, I have a warm feeling inside knowing that we're connecting and we're both benefiting from this relationship. I'm helping you and you in turn are helping me produce better content and to understand what you need to know, understand what topics you'd like to hear. So we're giving something to each other and I cannot thank you enough for that. So please continue to subscribe. Make sure if you haven't subscribed either to Blog Talk Radio, to the podcast on iTunes, or to the YouTube channel that you do so. All the links are on utlradio.com. Also, don't forget about our giveaway. It's this nice-looking backpack from High Sierra with understanding the little logo on it. Again, all you have to do is download our free app. The links are on the website. There's also a YouTube video explaining the rules of the giveaway, and you can just click on the links in the show notes there or in the comments section, and all you've got to do is download the app, check it out, and leave a comment. That's it. Leave a review. Totally free. Uh, it'll take you a matter of minutes. And then I hope, obviously, that you keep the app because the app has the calendar of events, of shows. It's got legal information on it about certain statutes and things like that that might be helpful to you. It has links to some of our photos, our podcasts, the videos, and other information that I think and hope you'll find helpful. So I hope that not only do you download the app, but you use it. There's an ask a question feature on the app as well. So you can just ask your question and have it submitted here to utlradio.com and we'll be able to answer your question for you. Sometimes it's a sensitive question and maybe we'll just do it off the air and I'll contact you and I'll try to answer your question for you that way. Uh, other times it's a generic question, like the question that, that Lara submitted today. I wanna thank you again. Uh, and we'll answer them on air. So check that out. Don't forget August 30th, live drawing to be entered into the drawing, download the app, leave a review, and one of the reviewers will be randomly selected to receive the backpack. We have a lot going on in the next few months, and I'm gonna talk about that in uh, another episode, but keep in mind we have a local meetup in September with myself and Kevin Knight, who, uh, if you've listened to the show, you'll recall him being on the show at least twice. Kevin Knight is the CEO of the IWF, the Independent Wrestling Federation, and an entrepreneur himself. He has run, managed, built up, and developed a very successful professional wrestling school. He and I are going to be giving a free seminar. I think it's free. It might be a couple dollars for the tickets. Um, in Nutley, New Jersey, at the end of September, all of the dates will be published. Everything will be uh, put out on the internet, and you can go and, and get your tickets for the event. We're going to be talking about uh, entrepreneurial lifestyle, what it takes to be an entrepreneur, what lessons you can learn, how you can, how you can develop and become a better entrepreneur, a better business owner. And then we're going to take a tour of Kevin's facility and see what he's done. So it's going to be a really, really great 
and educational experience. We'll have some some finger foods there. It'll be it'll be nice. Uh, we're going to do it one evening at the end of September. Stay tuned for details. They will be on utlradio.com. I'll do a video announcing it as well, and we're going to post it across social media. That is going to do it for today, episode 167. I want to thank Laren. I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening. I want you to just stick with us as we make this program bigger and better, more entertaining, and more information coming your way. We have a lot of great, exciting things coming up in the fall. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I will be back tomorrow and Thursday with an interview with Eric Banholtz of Beard Brand. Uh, check him out on Shark Tank. There's also links to his site in our show notes. And I want you to remember that there's power in understanding the law. The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love. Like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today. 